Inside the Mind of Theater Kids is not a show for those of the faint of heart. Please enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Inside the Mind of Theater Kids. I am your host, Alan Trejo, and we have today... Kyra. And joined by Spongebob and Patrick. Boy. Absolute pleasure to be here. Yeah. So, um, my bag. <laughs> oh, it your broke. bag. Yeah. My Flynn, quote unquote, Flynn Rider bag. Not okay. as, as what? It's a satchel. The satchel. The Rider bag slash satchel broke on me going down the stairs. I was going down the stairs after biology one day. And um, actually, this was like Monday. And the part where it clips onto the bag just fucking snapped off. So my bag, I was, picture this. I was going halfway down the stairs. I was halfway down the stairs. My bag flies out. And... Um, <laughs> I'm just standing there. I'm, I, I'm picturing like the Ave Maria playing in the background. <laughs> as, as the the slow just positively soars. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I'm dumbfounded. I was dumbfounded, and that's why I have my. It looks like my brother's bag. So now, because <laughs> the the new bag, like the backpack I have, it's not even new. It's like it's. It is not used. It's, it's not used. Because <laughs> you have the satchel. The yeah. Flynn Rider bag. And um, that's the same backpack my brother has. So today, one of my brother's friends was like, hi, Alum. And I was like, nope, that's my brother. <laughs> What's his name? Alum. Alum and Alan? Yep. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> Who thought that wonderful. was a good idea? My grandma. <laughs> my grandma picked out her names from a book. My brother's name means dog with unique eyes. And mine it means sure like. means Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, mine means like uh, what was it? Like pure water or some crap like that. My, I thought it meant no bitches. <laughs> water and dog. What an mean, no, no, it does in fact mean no nope. bitches. No. So yeah, my my sister's Abel. Yeah. So a what? You Kane? <laughs> Al Kane? <laughs> Al Kane? That was a Bible joke. I know it was. Okay. I know it was. I, I thought went to you a were. I went to a Catholic middle school for nine years. Uh, you went to middle school for nine years? Or yeah, you went to middle school <laughs> for nine years. Elementary and middle. It was I call it a middle school because it's hard to say. Uh, uh, elementary middle, because I just I just say middle school because I don't remember anything from the elementary. I just remember you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Done. <laughs> I remember the one. It was God is good. God is great. Thank you for this food. Amen. I think I've heard that once in my life. <laughs> And my sister now has, you know, from, um, from, oh, dang, uh, the Lampoon's National Christmas Vacation, how the, I think it's one of the uncles or the grandma goes, uh, she says the Pledge of Allegiance, or the uncle, wh whoever it is. He's like, uh, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the America, the, Un what? Hold <laughs> up. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, blah, 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 blah. And they all like, that's my sister. What? Well, that's what she says for praise. <laughs> she just yes. And my dad, my dad does nothing. He, my dad is really religious, but he does nothing. He did nothing. And um, story about church. I've gone to church twice in my entire life. And twice was with my best friend, Gabe, from like uh, sixth grade. And um, twice we were like going in Christmas time. And twice they showed us a video of the Peanuts, like the Peanuts movie. We watched like a thirty-minute clip from the Peanuts movie. Did you discuss it and its relationship? Yeah, to like God? The, like like the the priest was like, so the Peanuts movie is to like you have to give people 
give people something about Charlie's Brown Little Tree and how you should give people. Oh, you watching the Christmas one? Yeah, the Christmas okay. one. Oh, I thought you were. I talking thought. About I the thought you were like. Animated. That's what I thought. Oh. About. Yeah. Uh, but I thought. But then after that, I was like, that doesn't even make sense. I was. Yeah. I was thinking Which a holiday, but I was not thinking Christmas. Also great to pivot. We could, in fact, do for a show next year. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> There's a whole list of things we can do. No, they already have it all figured out, don't they? Oh, what what what's our what's the proje- projected? Oh, I thought you were referring to our hosts. Oh no, them. no, Sorry. yes, the season's probably already been yeah. picked. I I, I want to yeah. hear, I want to hear everyone's theories real fast. I think it's gonna go. Um... Are you think we're gonna? No, the real question. Are you think we're gonna have three or four shows? Four. No, actually, you know what? I say we want to go to four. Uh, I believe that the five model that we sustained prior to the COVID nineteen pandemic Sorry, five. was yes, yes we did five. five shows was relatively unsustainable for the department as it stood because people are getting more and more involved in more and more activities and so it was really really difficult to maintain right. a base of people involved. Right. I think the three show model is excellent. Here's why: um, the first show just being the musical, first semester focused primarily on the musical. That means that all you have to do is recruitment and be able to keep a fully functioning musical as well as make it fun for everyone. Don't overwhelm your kids too early. I also like it how it's in the first semester because usually the first semester is the easiest semester, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the musical, it's usually the hardest one you do, or at least to me it is. (laughs) If you have to memorize the script in one moment. But also like a musical is more engaging to like new people like, oh, musicals are more fun because I remember being like, oh, I might not do the plays because I don't like plays and then they yeah, like get I guess, people into theater more because they're like, oh, musical is fun. Right. I guess that's a good way to introduce it because second semester, no one wants to do anything. They want to get it over with. Uh, so I guess doing something that in, that inclusive and that insane the first semester is a good way to start out. It also uh, gives, like in the costumes, like all those little traditions we have now because of SpongeBob, like um, I think it might not, it still might not be there, or it might not be there anymore, but how we used to smack Phoenix's face. Uh, slash... fun, uh, quite, quite fun fact about this. Um, did not know that this was happening um, for the entirety of the of the spring play Zorro until I went in there uh, during strike, and I just saw three people just smack, 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 smack. It's <laughs> like... I didn't even know I had a picture stuff in there. But I think that's excellent, and that should remain there after my death. <laughs> I, I'm personally um, a big fan of that picture of Trank with the oh, like, fish lens yeah. uh, filter over it. That, <laughs> I, we all know what we're talking about. It's yeah. a very funny image. Is it the one that Avery posts all the time? Yeah, it's the one that <laughs> He looks in such a state of distress. Wait, so are, are you talking about the one where he looks like he's so tired? Or are we talking about yes. the different one. Yes, oh, the one where he one. looked like he could see. Yeah, it's bit. it's the the one at the, the odd angle. <laughs> this, is, this is an audio medium. I can't pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> you could, and we could all just laugh. Yeah, because that's how um, our listeners will will engage. Our listeners, you make it sound like our listeners. Is... Yes. Okay. Yes. To everyone at home, we're glad to have you. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'm transition. <laughs> we have an audible uh, sponsor. Thanks to yeah, audible sponsor. <laughs> thanks to Lauren for supplying us with. Technology that there picks up go. our voices. Thank you. That's better. Um, Love you, Lauren. Yes. Uh, Lauren Qualset is our great benefactor. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you were talking about our predictions for the next show. Yes, I think it's gonna go Aladdin. And now I am joking. Sorry. I am joking. Okay. Oh my god. I think we're gonna go. What? Back. 
just because of the conversation. My mom was talking to Baker. She talks to her a lot, uh -oh. apparently. Uh -oh. And uh -oh. she was convincing Baker to go back to doing one acts. And Baker, like, really liked it, apparently. Well, I, I do have something to say on, on the benefit of one acts. Um, during our um, fall semester, um, obviously, we had toned back the amount of stuff that we were doing, obviously, um, coming at the the back, back end of um, a large surge of um, the pandemic. Um, doing one large scale main stage show was really good for the department, but it also meant that we couldn't do a straight play. So the advanced theater production did a one act. And I think one acts are a really great way to um, uh, play with casting, play with a different type of show. I think a one act and a larger show is a really great way to create um, contrast. Like SpongeBob, obviously a high functioning musical comedy, sure. and our yeah. one act was a slower, somber one act piece. What was our one act? It was called I Never Saw Another Butterfly. Uh -huh. It was the story of the Terrazin concentration camp during the Holocaust. Are you looking at me? Yes, I am looking it up. <laughs> at least he's not watching YouTube again. Okay, again? that was funny. That was the first time I saw it. The first time I did it was funny. Just somebody could pick it up and do it and see me. Oh, this is actually... Star Wars is so confusing. <laughs> right? Sorry. We should talk about other Star Wars stuff to keep... I know nothing about Star Wars. I do. I know I quite know a lot about... I know nothing about... about... Uh, I, was a, I was a fifth grade Star Wars kid. Oh! Fifth grade when The Force Awakens came Fourth or fifth grade? Fifth grade when The Force Awakens came out. After you're done with Star Wars, I want to talk about Pokemon. Because... <laughs> I know nothing about Pokemon. <laughs> um, uh, I saw a quote that was, you can love Star Wars all you want, but doesn't love you back. That's me and Star Wars. Um, we have a tumultuous relationship. I give it everything within me. Uh, please, 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 give me what I want in a Star Wars piece. Like and the they go, archive? give you a little bit. See... Robbie's trying to bait me to talk about the Magnus Archives, and I would not oh. do that. I would not do that to your podcast. Alan no, did this thing um, uh, in, in October, did this thing in October where um, whenever I would be talking, regardless of what I'd be talking about, he'd come up to me with this kind of look on his face and just go, hey, Phoenix, do you know a lot about the Magnus Archives? And I'd go, yes, I do. And he'd go, what about, I, I what, no, what, I do the what, same what, thing to Matt because he like he loves the movie uh, American Psycho. So I go up to Matt and be like, "Of course, yes. Matt really likes the American <laughs> Psycho, and, uh, and he like he loves that movie." And so I I just like drop it into conversations. He'd be saying like something, and I'm like, "Oh, that's very American Psycho of you to say." You know, and that, it is always correct. No, you know what you saying that reminded me of a certain cast party after SpongeBob, oh. <laughs> where good gracious. This, this lovely human who does not look like she would talk about this for hours. Oh, 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 hours. Context, the audio media, I'm wearing a very nice, very professional looking dress, blazer and heels. I look ready to go to a Senate meeting. I have, I have, I have, the, I have the dad lawnmower shoes on. You know what? I, I am going to just flat out tell. I did, in fact, go on about an hour-long rant about Voltron continuity. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. I, I hate how it, I missed it all. I was in the room playing cards against What men. makes this better? No, no. What makes this better is uh, uh, because you are in debate, everything you said was somehow still valid. Right, yeah. And no one was like, this is no. stupid. I am not listening I, to this. I wasn't so paying, real. Paying around. <laughs> I had a thesis and I was going to get us to it. I remember um, I was at, San, I was talking about like San Diego Comic-Con 2015 or something. Like I was about maybe halfway through where I needed to get to in order to fully explain my thesis. And Avery just comes into the room, goes, 
Oh, we're still on that? <laughs> and then the, the thing was, is that it wasn't like this was an unpopular rant. I had an absolutely enraptured audience. It was yeah. true. It was, it was good. true. Enraptured, apologies. That was just like lapping all of it up, just fully engaged in what I had to say. And because people listen to you. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, reminder, reminder that you are next year's president. I Everyone am. will I listen to you. I am the president-elect of this department. And I am still secretary. I am sorry. The thing I love about awesome that story secretary. is I walk out to get like a juice box and I just hear something about Voltron. I'm like, <laughs> you guys are still on that. <laughs> I'm placing my bets now. It's going to be me talking about our flag means death. Oh, <laughs> or, 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 I still haven't watched it. Still it's quite good. It. It's quite good. Listeners, stream our flag means death on HBO Max. Is it when a psychopath blinks? Is it an, <laughs> a blink or a wink? Okay, since a cyclops only has one eye, but that's all it has. Okay, we okay, wait, 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 wait. Where, okay, because we wait. have two. So what if it like closed its eye midway? Would that be a? Uh, be a wonk. <laughs> that would be a walk. So a cyclops blinks, but it walks. It blinks. Wait, wait. It bonks. But it bonks. <laughs> it wonks. It wonks. It binks. It binks. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Star Wars. Episode one of Animenus. No. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got the start back. We got it. We got it. We got it. Back to the start. Nah. Roger. Roger. Oh, I watched. Um, What's it called? Uh, Spaceballs the other day. I've never watched Spaceballs. I've never watched Spaceballs either. I've heard, I've heard it's really, really it's funny. It's really funny. Um, it's it's to die for. And um, you're not, well, obviously not. You you were alive. Well, yeah, because I didn't die on my way to watch it. You see. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah so like I had I had <laughs> I'm built, built different. different. I had to fight like 50 tigers. So don't. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. Okay. Did, did you fight them? Wait, wait a did second. You, did you fight <laughs> the 50 tigers with the sword you never drew in Zoro? This is... <laughs> I swooped around. I just, like, I did ballerina. This implies that when you finish Spaceballs, like, before the credits roll, 50 tigers spawn in your living room and you have to take all of them out or else you aren't allowed to talk about Spaceballs anymore. I like to, I like to think that Alan just suddenly changes the avatar so he has the sword from Zoro I... and in that exact uniform and he has to go... That, oh. that implies that tigers every no costume that you wear as a character on stage, you just keep in your backlog, yeah. so whenever you need it, you can just spawn into it. Um, what do you think no, I do? Okay, okay. What do you think I do when I'm failing class? I just go into Patrick. I don't oh. like that. I, okay, I, that's a good theory, but I don't like it. So what if you played, like, a Nazi in Sound of Music? Oh, I no. was actually in a production of Sound of Music, and I played Captain Von Trapp. Um, it was an all-girls production oh, of okay, Sound of okay, Music. Okay. Um, the cast is Captain Von Trapp, and I was in a very oversized suit that my mother <laughs> purchased from Goodwill. And oh, yeah, yeah, go I, I have really nothing else to add to that story, except for at the time, I didn't find it weird at all. And now I'm like, that's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it was a cut version of Sound of Music. Wait, how long ago so was that? It was only, was um, I believe I was in third grade. Um, yeah, oh, it was is, a, that, is that when it started? It was a junior junior production. Um, is that when it all started? Perhaps. <laughs> um, but I just thought it was really funny that it was such a cut down version of Sound of Music. It didn't mention any of the political ramifications of the Sound of Music. It was just a nun with children. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, Segway so off of that. How did you all get into theater? Because that's like kind of what I we one of uh, the points we talk about in every episode. That so. is the crux of the show. So I actually have a very um, 
I wouldn't say unique, but a very special place in my heart of the Mozart Patriot Theater. Um, my sister is about uh, nine, ten years older than me, and she did drama all oh. her fourth, uh, all her four years in high school, and even a little bit earlier. Um, so I essentially grew up around this department, the Laird South Theater Department, and I absolutely fell in love with theater as a storytelling medium, but also it just made my sister happy. I could see her being so talented on the stage, telling such incredible stories, dancing just absolutely wondrously. And I was like, I want to be like that. I want to be on that stage. I want to do everything. And so I got enrolled in theater classes and that ended me at the Rose's Footsteps, which if our listeners are not from Omaha, Nebraska, is a children's theater in Omaha, specifically with productions geared towards younger audiences. And I did some professional shows there. I was a part of their youth brigade, which was, um, um, we put on shows, but all of us were obviously youth actors and we'd go to an international theater competition every year. And finally, I ended up in my freshman year, finally where I wanted to be here, Millard South Patriot Theater. And it was a very odd experience to realize that I kind of, the place that I wanted to start at didn't end up being the place that I started at. And I still love this department. It means so much more to me now. Um, because I know the people in it. I love the people in it and I love what we do here, getting to make magic, make stories. I really love being here and I love the work that we do. And now I'm your president and I'm <laughs> full circle. Very happy to be here. It feels like you like redid your yeah. president speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix Nails 2024, baby. <laughs> no, um, tears. Oh my god. <laughs> not in me, okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, as I said earlier, I went to a Catholic elementary and middle school for- <laughs> You mean the uh, nine years of middle school? Yeah. Yeah, yeah nine years of middle school. Um, so K, K through <clears throat> K through eight, um, it did not have a drama club. It had a drama club in my third grade, and then that teacher then left, so there was no more drama club. Now, still, um, I had experiences with musical theater because the first thing, you, you'll all get a kick out of this, the first show that I ever recall watching was Cats. <laughs> that says a lot. Yeah. It's supposed to mean. Um, and then... Sprinkles could grow up, so I appreciate this. Um, and then uh, the next one, uh, the Orpheum did this thing one time where uh, they had extra tickets for a certain show. I will name the show after uh, I continue with the story. And uh, we won tickets to said show. The show was Wicked. Um, yeah. So that is the main one I remember because I barely remember Cats because I was like three or four. Um, so I saw Wicked and I'm 90% sure that there was they had a dragon. They had a dragon. Oh yeah, it's the dragon. Yeah, yeah, they had the dragon. And I thought that was so cool. And I remember the scene where she got water dumped on her and all of that. Um, so apparently um, my mom gets the Broadway pass for the Orpheum every year. Uh, apparently she's been doing that since before I was born. So I've seen Wicked. Uh, so, <laughs> so COVID, right? Yes, um, of course. I was supposed to see Dear Evan Hansen uh -huh. when COVID first hit. Uh. Um, and then they came back next year, this year, uh, yeah. last year, whatever you want to call it. <sighs> because I'm in band, 
Oh. We had to go to, we, I make it sound bad. We went to Florida for uh, the Orange Bowl, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't ask. Orange Bowl? Tax Slayer Orange Bowl is what the whole name was. Can I say that? I thought it, I thought it was... Yeah. Tax Slayer? Yeah. That, I thought that it was, was the Mud Bowl. That was the sponsor of the Orange Bowl, Tax Slayer. Interesting. That was, um... So we were the... We were the home team for... Or not home team. We were the team band for Rutgers. That was the team in the name. And then Wake Forest was the other team. Um, but anyway, I was supposed to see uh, Dear Evan Hansen again but i went to florida right so <laughs> the elusive ben platt <laughs> literally literally through all of this two years in a row i did not get to see <clears throat> dear evan hansen now granted a movie did come out with the <laughs> i have not i have not seen, <laughs> I, have. I know you have i know you have i saw your story the day you I watched it <laughs> I was like, you will not believe what they put money into <laughs> no no but two years straight actually maybe even three because there was still a whole year of nothing mm -hmm. so like for three years two years straight i'm just gonna say that i did not get to see the show that i've listened to mm -hmm so many times yeah. um and then and then i've seen hamilton twice uh minus of course the disney plus one uh now robbie i do have a question oh so no this this is making it sound like your origin story is you and jared and hansen my villain origin story or what theater origin story i would like to hear how what was your first production like my first production uh, musical production or just theater? Just production? in general, how yeah. do you get into theater? Uh, once again, it's because I've been doing it all throughout my. I've been seeing the shows all throughout my life. I haven't done actually. That's a lie. I did something at the Rose. I think the summer in between seventh and eighth grade. Um, it was like like the greatest showman, uh, little thing. Um, and I did that. I don't talk to anyone from it, but it was sure fun. Um. And then, so after after all that, I'm here now, and I said earlier, I was Patrick, and um, I was also in choir at my middle school. You in choir? Uh, I was in church choir. Oh, okay. So imagine little fifth grade, little fifth grade Robbie, uh, who hasn't hit puberty yet. Uh, so you could hit those high notes. Exactly. I oh, I see. No, now. my choir teacher loved me as a fifth grader. Yeah. Um, I would also like to say that uh, I love SpongeBob so much, and the reason the reason I love SpongeBob is because of how much care we ha we all had for Gary. Oh, yes, yeah. we love Gary. <laughs> I would like to say real fast. I think, um, and our adjudication for this show will reaffirm this. Um, one of the greatest things in the show was Robbie and I's friendship as SpongeBob and Patrick. I think that relationship really made the show. Can we talk about the show we did last year, though? Now, the precursor to that, and the reason why we get along so well now, is that we were a part of a cabaret production of assorted 50s and 60s songs. Um, of course, it was during the pandemic, so it was, of course, a cabaret-style show of individual things. But um, Robbie and I played disgruntled, disgruntled former lovers. Uh, we never fully ironed out what our backstory was. We were to create it. So um, we, through all of the music that we had and a few scenes, I'll call it that, roughly, we ended up hammering out a very odd 
odd story, but it was really funny because we went from that to SpongeBob and Patrick and <laughs> we had oh so much fun. Oh so much fun because sorry, I think that my favorite my favorite song out of our version of the of SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical, um, was uh I guess I miss you. Mm-hmm. Specifically because um it, the the amount of emotion that we both put into yeah. it that was this third night it, I I shed a tear I had Aww. my I had my uh, tap dancer stuff on I went out with my green <laughs> shirt like with collared blue shirt and then I had the green shirt over and I was just sitting there knees hurting and I was just fucking I I went I I cried. Yeah. I nearly I nearly cried during tech when we were running yeah. that for the first time because I'm I'm basically alone on that mountain and I'm like, Robbie has left me. What do I do now? Loved you for his ah. other friend. I think when I heard Guess I Miss You during I think it was second night, I was late for like trying to get my tap shoes on right. and I was rushing and then the song came on and I started crying and I was like, Wait, no, I have to get my shoes on. And I was almost late, but it was confusing because they like switched our sides like the yeah. last day. Yeah. yeah. And it was like I was used to being on one side, and so when it was for the actual show, I got confused, and I was almost late too. Um, yeah. You know, the only complaint I have is my cape. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I oh, hated that cape. cape. I hated that cape so much because, um, you know how often I mess with it, right? Yeah. It did not feel nice to mess with. It was like really bad. No, I, I saw your face most of the nights, and like if you swooped it, you'd be like. It, it, yeah, because I did it because it looked cool. It looked yeah. so cool. But she also looked like you were having fun with it. <laughs> I was having fun with it, but it did not feel nice. I just wanted it to look cool. Right. <laughs> and then uh uh Max actually Max and I talked, I think I think it was opening night, um, that my crown that I had would fall off while we were oh, going yeah. across the stage. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Max would go back and be like, ah! And then run back to me. <laughs> I, just, I just remembered that one time that I totally biffed it closing night and I smacked into the um, trash can. And, Super <laughs> Savior, right. and it, hit, it hit on the beat. So it sounded like it was part of the show. But no, just SpongeBob just biffed it. Oh, we're nearly well, out of time. Are we, are we I going? loved having you two here. Uh, Thank you. It was a fun experience. But. That is it for today's episode of Inside the Mind of Theater Kids. Hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye.